It is my joy to welcome you to today's podcast. Our prayer is that the Lord will minister to you in a special way during our time together. Well, what a year 2020 has been to all of us as individuals, as family, and as a church. This has been an interesting year for all of us. This tiny little virus has changed life for all of us. And it's my prayer that the Lord will give us grace as we go through this difficult and uncertain days. As we pass through this pandemic, may the Lord give us grace and strength as we go through these days. For our meditation today, would you please turn with me to, turn your Bibles with me to 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 14. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 14. Now, in this chapter, talking of David, it says, First uh, Samuel chapter 18, verse 14 says, In everything that he did, he had great success because the, because the Lord was with him. Now today, the world lives in great fear because of coronavirus. We have no idea what this will do to us, what the effects of coronavirus are going, going to be. Most people in the world today have some measure of uncertainty and major questions about their health, about their job, about their finances, and about their future. Now, with the limited resources, many are overextended and are asking, how am I going to pay for it all? How am I going to get through this situation? And as humans, we cannot avoid uncertainty in this life. But what is important is how we respond to the uncertainty that we are facing in our life. That is what is very, very important. Once someone asked Mother Teresa how to have clarity in life. And Mother Teresa replied saying, I have never had clarity, but what, but what I have always had is trust. And what she meant by that was trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. As humans, we all want to have clarity in life. It is an expression of our insecurity. When we seek to have clarity, it is an expression of the insecurity that we are experiencing. But as Christians, what we really need is not clarity, but an authentic trust in the, in the Lord God, our, our Savior. We don't need clarity if we have trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now worry is unnatural because you know the nature does not worry. Worry is not helpful, but because it really is not going to change anything. Worry is also unchristian because it, re it reflects a lack of faith. Now faith becomes strongest when there is no clarity. There is a non-existence of clarity because faith flourishes in the absence of clarity and certainty. That's why the Bible says, trust in him at all times. And when it says at all times, even during the pandemic time, the Lord calls us to trust him. Friends, as we go through these uncertain days, may we not seek for clarity and certainty, but let us hold on to the gift of faith that our Lord Jesus has given to us. Now, some of you may feel that you are in the midst of a fog right now, feeling shaky, and you do not know how the future is going to be. Future seems to be very unclear. But remember, 
God is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him even in the midst of uncertain times. In a national survey in US, people were once asked, what would be the one question that they would ask God if they were given a chance? And the number one response to that question was, why there is so much suffering in this world? But as Christians, we all know that Jesus told us in John chapter 16, you will have suffering in this world. And he was very clear about it. He did not say you might have suffering, but he said you will have suffering in this world. But unfortunately, many people think that if only they had great job, if only they work for a good company, they will be safe and there will be no problem. If only I have a good salary or a good business, then I can be safe. And suddenly something like Corona happens and none of this can prevent us or protect us from Corona or the effects of Corona. This is true even for ministries and businesses as well. We think if only we have good supporters, suppliers and customers, we can be safe and successful. Now all of these may contribute to some extent to our success, but the key for our success is to ensure that the Lord God is with us. So please remember as a church, as a believer, as a child of God, success comes to us Success comes to us as a person or as a ministry when the Lord God is with us. Now, how do we make sure that the Lord God is with us? Fortunately, it is not something very uh, difficult or complicated. It is not a rocket science because the Bible says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Friends, if the Lord is with us in everything what we do, we shall see success. You do not have to look for a great strategy. Maybe a great strategy is a good thing to have, but ensure more than the strategy, ensure that the Lord God is with you. So draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And when he is with you, you will truly be successful. Now, when I say success, I do not mean great riches or status, but success in the true sense of its word in which you are at the center of God's will and you are being a blessing to others and those who come in your lives. We have to ensure that his presence is with us. And when people walk into our houses, when people walk into our campuses, or when people walk into our offices, they should know there is the presence of God. They must sense the presence of God in the place where we live. A church group from U.S., came to India a few years ago to do a due diligence trip as to whom they should partner with and work with here in India. And, uh, and, and they came to our campus as well. Before coming to us, they had visited seven other ministries. We were the last one. And when they drove into our campus, when they walked into my office, they said when they drove into our campus, they sensed God's presence in that campus. And this sentence of theirs, I have kept in my mind all these years. And every day I make it a cry to God, Lord, may your presence dwell in this house. May your presence dwell in our campus. Let it not depart from us. My friends, 
when we have the Lord's presence with us, we do not have to change one job to another job, nor do we have to change one company to another for success, because success comes to us as long as the Lord with us. No matter where you work, which company you work for, what you do, more than all of that, success comes to us if the Lord God is with us. When the Lord God is with us, that is what is going to make a difference in terms of our life. It is God being with us is what enables us to overcome every challenge. Maybe the downturn in economy, all the situation that we are going through, all of this may not really destroy us as long as the Lord God is with us because he is the creator of heaven and earth. And as long as he is with us, we can say we are safe. Now let us look at a few things as to what happens when the Lord God is with us from the life of David. First of all, when the Lord is with you, kings will be afraid of you. In 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 12, it says, Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with David. Then in verse 15, it says, when Saul saw how successful David was, he was afraid of him. Now Saul was not afraid of David because David was a mighty warrior. But Saul was afraid of him because he saw that the Lord God was with David. And the Bible says, because the Lord God was with David, he was successful in everything that he did. When people see that the Lord is with you, they will be scared of you. When, the, when your boss realizes that the Lord God is with you, he will be careful and think twice before thinking of harming you in any way. When people see that the Lord is with you, they will be scared to touch you, touch what you have. When people see that the Lord is with you, they will be scared to mess around with you. When they see that the Lord is with you, they will know that, they, that if they mess with you, they will get into trouble and they will pay for it. You know, sometime back when I preached in this church, I shared a story about the mafias in Mitchell. We have a large campus in Mitchell, and when we were building the compound wall, a mafia group came to us and demanded 25 lakh rupees. They said, if you want to build the wall in front of your campus, you have to pay 25 lakh rupees to us because the road belongs to us. And they held us. They stopped us from building the wall for nearly four or five months. And we prayed and we went to the police and different ones. None of them really could help us because many of them were in association with them. They were hand in glove with them. And then I said to my team, let's just fast and pray. And I said, we will fast and pray for a week. And after that, we are going to build the wall. I remember we prayed for a week and I said, tomorrow, at four o'clock in the morning, we will get a large crowd of laborers and we will start building the wall. And we started building the wall and around 10 o'clock in the morning, we thought they may come and stop us. Nobody came, 10.30, nobody came. Around 11 o'clock, one of the gang members came in his bike. He saw us building the wall and we thought he may go and bring the entire gang to stop the work and he left and we saw nobody coming around 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, by 4 o'clock we had completed the wall. 
And around, around 6.30 in the evening, the following day I was supposed to travel to US. Around 6.30 in the evening I get a call from the local panchayat. And the man, the chairman there called me and said, sir, sir, there is a group of people here who want to talk to you. Can I give your phone number? I said, no, you please don't give the phone number. I will talk to them now. And when I talked to them, they said, first thing they said, sir, would you please forgive us? And I said, what happened? Who are you? And they said, we are the group who have been stopping you from building the wall. And for the last three days, this team leader had such fear in his heart. There was a fear that something drastic is going to happen to him if he touched us, if he did something against us. And he was saying, can you please pray so that nothing bad will happen to us? And I said, sure, we will pray for you. Then he said one more thing. Can we come and give a meal to all your children tomorrow? I said, sure, you can give not tomorrow, maybe after a few days. But my friends, what I'm trying to say is, when the Lord God is with us, that we shall be safe. When the Lord God is with us, our enemies will be scared of us. They will know no matter what they try, yet success will be finally ours. In India, there is a feeling you are protected by whom you are connected with. If you are connected to high-ranking police officials or a minister or a CM, people will be scared to mess with you. But when you are connected with the Lord, when he is with you, not just people, even Satan will be scared to mess with you. You know, First Samuel chapter 18, verse 12 says, Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with David. Then it goes on to say something else. Saul was not only afraid because the Lord was with David, but he was also afraid because the Lord had departed from Saul. My friends, I want to encourage you this morning. You can lose anything that this world can offer, but ensure that you do not go to the next tent by which the Lord departs from you. If the Lord was with Saul, Saul didn't have to be afraid of David or he didn't have to be afraid of his enemies. But if the Lord is with you, you do not have to be scared of anyone. But if he departs from you, then there is all the reason for you to be concerned and to be scared. So because the Lord was with David, Saul was afraid of him. In other words, because the Lord was with David, the king, the king of the kingdom was afraid of David. Secondly, when the Lord is with you, the giants will fall. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 49, it reads this way, reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. David knew and he says in verse 48, not the sword, nor the spear that will make the giants fall, but the Lord being with you will definitely make them fall before you. Lord being with you shall make your enemies bow their knees before you. When the Lord is with you, whatever the giant you are facing, whatever the giant that you are fighting, they shall fall before you. When the Lord is with you, you shall overcome the giant of death. You shall overcome the giant of family problems. 
when the lord is with you even the giant of bad habits will fall when the lord is with you even the giant of sickness can fall when the lord is with you you shall overcome your enemies and their schemes and they shall fall before you now we see this also in the story of ezekiah king ezekiah we all are familiar with the story we know that the king of assyria comes to fight against wage a war against ezekiah and ezekiah tried to buy fees with the assyrian king but they humiliated him and ezekiah felt helpless he knew that his army is no match for the assyrian army as ezekiah feels he has no strength nor the resources to fight the challenge that he was facing friends don't we face such situation in our lives problems beyond our capacity to fight situation beyond our control people who are too powerful to oppose or to fight sickness beyond cure people who expect you to perform or demand things beyond what is reasonable you simply feel helpless but what did hezekiah do hezekiah fasted the bible says hezekiah fasted and prayed and the lord moved he heard the cry of hezekiah and he takes over the battle and the bible says the angel of the lord went out that night and put to death 185000 men in the assyrian camp hezekiah didn't even have to fight when he truly humbled himself and handed over the situation to god hezekiah had to just watch and become a spectator of god's deliverance he was just a spectator of seeing how his enemies or the how the giants that he was facing bell fell before him when the lord is with us giants shall pass shall fail my friends what giant are you facing today is it a failure in your job is it an unjust business partner is it an unkind boss is it a financial giant is it a health giant is that a giant of pride pride and relationship what giant are you facing today and no matter no matter who your giant is and how big they are they shall fall before the lord and i shall guarantee you that as we read in deuteronomy chapter 4 and exodus chapter 20 our god is a jealous god and he does not want to share the place in your heart with others though he may deal with you severely to draw your attention and to draw you closer to him but that does not mean he is not concerned about you my friends god sees our struggles he hears our cry and he comes down to rescue us though the oppressor of the israelite was a powerful king yet he was no match for the almighty god even if it meant he had to part the red sea into two god did it because he was concerned about the lives of israelites you may not be aware of god's plan during this pandemic but i want to tell you one thing is for sure that we serve a god who sees what we are going through and at an appropriate time he shall come down to deliver us but if he is not with you then you are fighting a losing battle so the bible says when the lord is with us we shall see people in position and kings being afraid of us 
And secondly, when the Lord is with us, the giants shall fall before us. Thirdly, when the Lord is with you, you may become the son-in-law of the king. Now in chapter 18, verse 20, it says Saul's daughter, Michelle, was in love with David. Now you may be a small guy from a village, but when the Lord is with you, you have chances of becoming the son-in-law of the king. Now some of you young guys may be trying to impress a girl who may be beyond your reach, and you are trying to reach a standard whereby you can impress her. She is so pretty, and you feel you are not up to the mark. She is wealthy, but you are poor. She is educated, and you feel you are, you are not educated enough. And I want to tell you this morning, don't worry. Make sure that the Lord is with you, and the Lord shall bring the right life partner into your life. Let me also tell you, success even in marriage can be found when the Lord God is with us. David was a shepherd who smelled like a shepherd. He was not even from a town or a village. He was someone who lived most of his life with the sheep in the farmland. He was, not an, he was not a tall and a handsome guy because the Bible says David was a short man. He was not a business tycoon nor a well-educated man. But because the Lord was with him, he becomes the son-in-law of the king. Now what does this mean? It means honor in the society. It is an honor to be the son-in-law of the king. If the Lord is with you, you will be honored in the society. No matter who tries to pull you down, no matter who tries to humiliate you, you shall be honored if the Lord is with you. You know, some of us waste so much of our time and energy running after fame, success, and status in this society, and we forget the fact that the honor, the true honor comes from the Lord. If we honor him, if the Lord is with us, then the Lord will lift us up and give us the honor that is due to us. And then, fourthly, in the life of David, we see when the Lord is with you, people will be jealous of you. There will be people who will be jealous of you. When they see your success, even kings and people in authority can be jealous of you. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 9 says, Saul kept a jealous eye on David. When the Lord is with you and you see success in your ministry or job or business, there will be people within your group and even within your family who will be jealous of you. When the Lord is with you and you see success, success in what you do, don't expect your superior to come and appreciate you and like you. Maybe some of them will be jealous of you. When the Lord is with you, that does not mean everybody will be friendly with you. But there will be the, the very people whom you are trying to help and support can be jealous of you and can try to destroy you. And that's exactly what happened in the life of David. Because Saul wanted to kill David. David was someone who wanted to serve Saul and protect him from his enemies. He just wanted to be available to help Saul in whatever way possible. But we see yet Saul being jealous and wanting to kill him, wanting to destroy him. My friends, when the Lord is with us, that does not mean you will not have wilderness experience. That is what David went through, a wilderness experience. 
The challenges are real. Those challenges that God brings on our way are good. It is good for us. It is to keep us humble. It is to keep us, keep our eyes focused on him. My friends, whether you are a Christian or not a Christian, challenges are real in life and none of us are exempted from them. Even when the Lord is with us, we shall face challenges. Challenges of jealousy, challenges of backbiting, challenges of wrong accusation, criticism. But as long as the Lord is with us, we shall overcome those challenges. Friends, when pain envelops us, and when darkness is our closest friend, he will weep with us as he did, it in, did in John chapter 11. And what an encouragement to know the Lord not only weeps with us, he gives us hope and assurance as we go through challenges of life. And that's why Johnny Erickson once said, every sorrow we taste will one day prove to be for our own good. David experienced so much pain in his life, so much hurt, so much betrayal, and yet he held on to God. So though the Lord is with us, we will have our share of pain and challenges, but we shall overcome them because the Lord is with us. And when people see that the Lord is with you, and when people see the successes what you're experiencing, there will be many who will want a little bit of that success in their life. And when they don't get that, they will be jealous of you and may try to harm you. So when the, when the Lord is with you, rulers, kings will be afraid of you. When the Lord is with you, the giant shall fall. When the Lord is with you, you shall be honored in your own society among your people. And when the Lord is with you, there will be people who will be jealous of you. Fifthly, we see, when the Lord is with you, you do not have to retaliate because that job belongs to the Lord. You know, in 1 Samuel chapter 26, verse 11, David says, the Lord forbid that I should lay a hand on the Lord's anointed. And in chapter 24, verse 12, he says, may the Lord judge between you and me, and may the Lord avenge the wrong you have done to me, but my hand will not touch you. My brothers and sisters, the sooner we realize this, then it is better for us. It would be better for us because the Lord is on our side and he will take care of the retaliation. When the Lord is with you, so many will be up against you, but you don't have to retaliate because the Lord God will take care of that. We are called not to retaliate. And if you do, you are trying to take over the fight which belongs to the Lord. In other words, you are saying, Lord, you are not good at it. Let me take care of it. No, my friends, make sure that the Lord is with you. And when he is with you, he shall take care of the retaliation. Don't waste your time, your energy trying to retaliate because that is not going to help. Spend the same energy on your knees and tell your pain and hurt to the one who is with you. He knows how best to take care of them and he shall prepare a table right in the presence of your enemies. In Psalms 23 we read, David says, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
and he says you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup overflows you know something so good about the lord i have experienced this so much in my life he knows to honor you right in the front of your enemies the lord is so good at it and he does it so beautifully he may not do anything to harm the other person but he will lift you up and give you success and honor and honor you right in the front of your enemies which on its own is a sign and a confirmation that the lord god is with you but are you sure this morning that the lord is with you or are there things in your life that has driven him away from you when the bible says that david in everything he did he had great success because the lord was with him does that mean david was a perfect man no my friends david had his shortcomings david has his failures but he kept coming back to god pleading for mercy all of us have our failures and weaknesses but as long as we keep coming back to him seeking for his forgiveness he will be with us and he shall give us success you know recently i read something a senior pastor wrote and it was such an encouragement to me and this is what he said when god called me into ministry or leadership position he already knew my weakness and messiness and he buffered that weakness and messiness into my calling what an encouragement this morning to know that our god is such a compassionate god knowing our weakness knowing our limitation knowing our failures yet he shall call us into ministry and use us for his glory what a joy to know such a gracious god but at the same time i want to say i am not saying this is a license for us to continue sinning but if we come to him he is faithful to forgive and to accomplish what he intended to do through our lives that's our god that's our loving god i hope you are encouraged this morning to be the sons and daughters of such a loving god sixthly and finally when the lord is with you the kingdom will come to you second samuel chapter 2 verse 4 then the men of judah came to hebron and there they anointed david king over the house of judah even when the lord is with you you will still have your enemies because you are not exempted from it you will you will still have kings and rulers against you you will have people who are jealous of you and wanting to destroy you you will have people who want to stop your promotion people who want to stop you succeed and wanting to and wanting you to fail but as long as the lord is with us as long as the lord is with us the kingdom shall come to us at the right and the appointed time you will be the king and you shall rule you will be at a place what is prepared by the lord for you no one can stop that no one can stop the promotion that is due to you no one can hold back the position or the kingdom that is supposed to come to you one day the kingdom the position that is meant for you shall come to you and you will be honor right in the front of your enemies you know Saul tried his best Saul's army tried his best 
in other words a whole nation and its army tried to stop david from becoming the king but because the lord was with david he at the right time became the king of israelites friends we have many challenges in the past we have had many challenges in the past as individuals as family and even as a church we have faced challenge and right now we are fighting this huge challenge with corona virus and the effects of it and this is not the last challenge that we are going to face because there will be challenges in future as well however what is important is that that the lord is with us and to make sure that he is always with us and as long as he is with us we shall overcome any challenge that we will face in life so my friends it's not what you have that makes you successful but it is the lord being with you or not being with you is what is going to make you successful lord being with us will make us make kings and people in authority scared of you lord being with us will make the giants what we face fall before us lord being with us will bring honor in the society yes we will have our enemies who are jealous of us and we will face our challenges but if the lord is with us we shall overcome them this morning i want to encourage you let us not waste our energy trying to retaliate because the lord shall take care of our enemies and he will bring it to pass to ensure that the kingdom and the honor is restored to you so the question today is not how wealthy or how powerful you are but the question is is the lord with you and are you 100% sure that the lord is with you this morning have you invited him to be with you or have you chased him away by the kind of things you have done in your life friends i want to encourage you this morning if you are not sure that the lord is with you today today is a good day for you to make sure that the lord is with you he wants to be your friend he wants to live right inside you he wants you to succeed in life so if you have never invited him to be your friend to be your lord to be with you in your life this is a good time for you to invite him him to be the lord of your life and to be with you to be your friend and to walk alongside with you in your life journey maybe there is some of us who are believers we are not sure if the lord's presence is still with us maybe like saul you feel his presence has departed from you you feel he is far from you and because you feel his presence has departed from you you feel scared and you feel worried but my friend i want to tell you the truth is he is not far from you if you are willing to draw close to god today he is more than willing to draw near to you he is a good friend and no matter what you have done to hurt him no matter how far you have moved away from him yet when you take the first step of drawing near to god he shall draw near to you he wants to be close to you he want to be a friend with you he wants to live with you he is ready to forgive you he is ready to embrace you he is willing to be with you but are you willing are you willing are you willing to come to him and humble yourself and ask forgiveness for the kind of things what you have done and ask him to continue to live with you and be your friend and when we ensure he is with us we can pass through these uncertain days and yet we can see success in our lives and that's my prayer this morning 
that the Lord will help us in drawing closer to him and the Lord will help us in experiencing his presence in our life and I pray that prayer not just for me but for all of us today that we will draw near to God and ensure that he is with us all the time because with him being on our side we can overcome any challenges that we face including this pandemic and uncertain days and that's my request to you all as a church my brothers and sisters every one of us crying out to God making sure that the Lord is within us and we draw closer to him may God help us to do that amen amen thank you for taking time to listen if you would like more information about our church or would like to make a comment please mail us at info at newlifeag.in God bless you.